Welcome to Club Happy Earth, the podcast. I'm Skylar, the human behind Happy Earth Habits, and this is a podcast branch off of our community group, Club Happy Earth. Club Happy Earth is a community full of earth lovers ready to make big change on this planet. It's a place to build friendships, have heartfelt convos, and inspire each other. Now we're taking some of the conversations we have in the group to this podcast so you can listen to them on the go in your busy life. Everything from our monthly vibe workshops to interviews with eco-friendly experts and more. Thank you so much for tuning in and welcome to the club. Hello and welcome back to the Club Happy Earth podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I have a super fun and interesting episode today that is near and dear to my heart. We're going to talk all things fast fashion. So with the holiday season coming up, as you know, fast fashion is in full swing. They have all the marketing tactics. They have all the trends that they're pushing and they are ready to sell for quarter four. And I obviously am not the biggest fan of fast fashion. And I think it's just so interesting. I to see the behind the scenes and to understand what really goes on in the fashion, fast fashion industry. So for those of you who know my story, you know that I went to school for fashion. I worked as a buyer for a ski shop. I studied product development and fashion business management. And I learned all the things, the dirty little secrets about the the fashion world. Because honestly, there's not a lot of sustainable fashion brands. You have to really try to be a sustainable fashion brand. And yes, the fast fashion brands are the worst on the extreme, but most brands are, have a pretty big impact on the planet, the people and like just in general, their impact. And so I saw the behind the scenes, this side of it and decided, yep, uh, I want to support and do this differently. So I minored in ethics and sustainability, which is where I learned all the things. And I want to plug a few like documentaries and just things to open your eyes in terms of the social impact that fast fashion has on people and just how it can impact their lives, the working conditions. The True Cost is a documentary that is all about the true cost of the fashion industry. They talk about the planet and the people. And then The River Blue is another great documentary. I think you should totally watch them today. We talk a little bit more on the corporate side. We talk more about the way that the fashion industry manufactures this need to buy and this idea of fast fashion, fast trends. We talk more about the work environment here, but I think it's also important to note that there's tons of huge environmental impacts and people impacts overseas in these factories that I want to plug those documentaries. Like go watch those to learn more about that side of it because we talk a little bit more about the experience on the corporate side, on the like admin, on the decision-making designer side of it. And we talk about what really goes into designing a sustainable garment, what the thought process behind it and all of that. So today I have one of my favorite people, Asia Cohen. She is the founder and CEO and head designer of Transcendent Active, which is a sustainable slow fashion activewear brand with tons of different styles for all different kinds of people. And they really focus on Sustainable design and just mindful design for slow fashion is really useful. There's tons of different ways that you can style these garments so that you can wear them forever. They can last a super long time. And also we talk a little bit about their fabrics. They use recycled um, plastic water bottle fabric and they also use dead stock fabric, which is really cool. So we get into that and just kind of opening the curtain behind the scenes to what goes into a small business, a sustainable slow fashion brand and 
yeah, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Asia's awesome. She has so much insight and just so fun to talk to. And we're going to get right into the interview. Okay. Hello. Welcome to the Happy Earth Habits podcast. I am so excited. If you will introduce yourself, I mean, we already kind of introduced you, but if you would just introduce yourself, what you do, who you are, all the things. I am Asia Cohen. I have a brand called Transcendent Active. It is an eco-conscious activewear brand uh, catering to women of all sizes, all faiths, all styles. And I am just so happy to be here with Skylar. I am so excited. I've known Asia for a a while now. Like this has been so... Oh my gosh. Like a few, honestly, years now, like it's been years yeah. since we've met, met on TikTok. That yeah. All people meet nowadays is on TikTok. On TikTok in the D and then in the DMS. And, um, I love their wrap dresses and I'm going to get a skirt soon that I'm very excited about. And I love, love, love their stuff. And I love the story behind it. And just, I would love to just kind of start with how you got into this space, how you got into what you're doing. I think I know your story. It's a really cool story. And so I'd love for you to share it. So I, it all really started when I went to Pratt for fashion design. This is in the early 2000s. Um, and then immediately after college, I got my first job. I was working for Aeropostale, like the mall retailer, <laughs> designing denim and um, wovens and skirts and tops and all of that, like a tween kind of yep. market. And then from there, I went on and on just like in typical, like New York fashion world of like, you work in a job for a few years, and then you go to the next job, and then you go to the next job. So I worked from there, I went to Converse, and then Fila and Champion, and I had a bunch of other things in between. And it's, it was great. I loved designing for big companies. I loved working with big brands. I loved being in the city, but it really gets to you, mm-hmm. but you're not really aware that it's all kind of happening. It just, just like how yeah. it is just living life in general. You are keep, you keep going, you keep going. And then maybe like the weekend hits and you're like, Oh, I need a recharge. Yep. So, um, it was 2019, the year before COVID. And I was in another, you know, one of these fast fashion jobs. And, you know, I think it's funny when they talk about, when they say the word fast fashion, we only talk about it really from the perspective of who's making the garments like overseas and how it's actually like literally being sewn and produced. But the there's another part of fast fashion. Literally, it's fast, fast. for a reason because yep. it's the designers that are working at incredible speeds to pr- make these inventive ideas. And, you know, I the, like the last two jobs, I never worked so fast in my life. Like I would come home and like say, I designed so many things today. I don't even know where it was coming from. Like, cause you're just like, go, go, go. You don't have time to think or so the process of designing it is really fast. The process of making it is really fast. And it's not really your fault that you didn't understand it because you're just going, Yep. you know, you don't have a second. And this last, the last job I had just had my third baby and I came back from the, from maternity leave and I got back into the job that I was all excited to go back to work. And I was like, okay, well, like I finally started thinking like, why, what am I doing here? Like, this mm-hmm. is what I raced back for this. Right. Just so I could bring home a paycheck. That's just going to go to something else anyway, like daycare or whatever. So 
it was like early spring and then things started just changing at work. And then I started to get this feeling because I'm like a very feelings person. And my husband was leaving his job. He was like, I'm going to go think about what I want to do. I'm like, okay. And then as soon as that happened, I'm like, oh no, I know where this story is going to go. I've been down this road before. And then sure enough, the job was like, okay, today's your last day. <laughs> like, yep. And I laughed. Like I went, I was like, I was mad and I like kind of was fighting for more stuff, you know, like for leaving. Yeah. And then I went in the bathroom and I was kind of just cracking up in the mirror. Like, of course this is happening. Like this is, this is how fashion is. Yep. Because I was so used to being so fast, I was already thinking, well, what's like, how am I going to get the next paycheck? And what am I going to, what's the next job? And then I met with a friend who transitioned from being a designer to a career coach. And she was like, no, 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 no. You are going to do something for your community and some, and you're going to put something out there. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. And I didn't know who it was. And then we went on this hiking trip to Acadia in Maine. And like the idea came and I'm like, yeah. And even to this day, like my friend, Sasha, she wrote to me yesterday and was like, oh my gosh, I love the rap. Like my, like this yeah. rap that I posted a reel of on Instagram. And she's like, I love it. I'm so buying it. And like, she's still like, I talked to her and she's like, I didn't know you were going to actually do this. Like, right. Like, I thought you were just going to like start something on the side and like have a job, like a real job. You know, I'm like, I didn't know I was going to do this either. Like, and it, I yeah, I'm just figuring it out as I go. So that was really like the impetus. And, you know, not to say that being an entrepreneur is exactly slow. Like right. I do have, slow, like I'm in the market of slow fashion, but it's a slow, fast fashion. Because, right. Like personally, I'm you all know, the time we're moving yes. at yes. 150 miles an hour, even though I'm making, you know, slow fashion. It's kind of funny. Um, I also like have a back, we, a background in fashion. They, most people know this now and it's wild to see even in school, what they're teaching you about it, like how fast it, they're training you to move fast, fast, fast. The trends move fast. And it's really interesting because yeah, we think a lot of the times that the fastest fashion is in the, not in the United States in terms of like the production. Cause we're thinking, Oh, it's overseas. It's they're producing it fast, but it's really like manufactured at its core to be fast. It's these trends, new colors, like just the way that it's created. The intention mm-hmm. is for people to buy, buy, buy more, more, more all the time. And it, it goes down to actually like the work environments and the atmosphere around it and creating it. And I think that that's just such a, good point to see and to know that it's not just overseas. It's not just the horrible impact on the planet, the impact on the working, like the work environment in the factories, all that kind of stuff. It's also the manufactured culture around it. And like the, even with the stores and the discounts and the buying and the higher ups are really like kind of creating this there it, it like fast fashion is really handmade and designed so that people are buying all the time. And I think when you pop out of it, when you come out of it and you see the other side or, or you do like see behind the scenes a little bit, you're like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. I can do it differently. We, we can do this differently. And so, okay, I'm going to just interrupt this episode real quick to tell you about something cool we have happening. It's that time of year, you know, it's starting to get colder, which means sweatshirt weather might be my favorite time of the year. 
And we have the perfect sweatshirt for all of my earth lovers out there. We have Make Mama Happy sweatshirts that are hand screen printed in small batches with eco-friendly inks. And the sweatshirts are also made out of recycled plastics. We have them in sizes extra small to 3XL and we ship sustainably so you can compost all of the packaging from shipping. Use code CLUB. H-E-H for 10% off your order, and you can shop all of our sustainable merch at happyearthhabits.com. Now let's get back into the episode. Mm-hmm. I'd love to hear like a little bit more on the slow fashion, things that you guys do, what inspired you. I know you guys use dead stock fabric and recycled fabric and all the cool things. So I would love to just kind of hear what, what inspired you, how you got there. Like, was that when you were done with fast fashion, were you like, okay, I'm doing a sustainable line or did that kind of just fall into your place? Like what was, what was that about? So it also kind of also fell into my, my lap as well, because I didn't like think things through. I had this, all of a sudden this light bulb went off in my brain and I thought about my community and I thought about what my friend had said and what I should, should do. And then I go and I meet this I was like working on um, a consulting project, designing activewear for a brand, like a QVC, you know, fast yep. fashion brand, whatever. And um, I meet the one guy who has this factory. One is in LA, the factory one is in LA and one is overseas. And he was the one to say, oh, you know, I got, I have this whole LA thing and it should be, you know, you should go to this person for fabric and you can get dead stock and you can get recycled. and you know, I really believe that every little, um, encounter is for a reason. Mm -hmm. And that was really for a reason because like, I didn't really write things down. Of course, like me being like the creative, I started sketching. I didn't think of a plan and like, oh, you know, this, I was just like, you know, I'm going to doodle. And he kind of came in with these other ideas, which was super helpful and great. And then I was like, oh yeah, of course I'm going to do that because that's like fits all of my other ethos. But I wasn't at the point of even thinking of it yet, you know? Right. Yeah. That's interesting that you just went, you went to what you do, your zone of genius, which was the sketching, the design yeah. side of it. And then all the other stuff really fell into place. And I think like so the dead stock fabric, if people are listening and they don't know, it's fabric that normally gets thrown out. So a lot of times there's tons of like pre-production waste that's produced. Mm-hmm. So when they're creating the fabric, they there's spools of it that they won't use that usually get sent to a landfill. Even in like the design side of the phases, there's tons of waste and pre-production waste size created in the fashion industry. And so a lot of times the people that sell the fabric, so the fabric mills or the manufacturers that create the fabric will have this leftover fabric that they don't know what to do with. So they'll sell it to smaller brands that can use it and turn it into cool things, usually at a better price so that we can make sustainable clothing a little bit more accessible and affordable. And so, and you also can get your hands on really awesome fabric for a great price. Yep. Yeah. And because my whole thing with my brand is the quality, like my customers are constantly saying the fabric washes so well. I love that it, you know, retains its shape. I love this. Nothing pills. I've had this, you know, I've only been in business for two and a half years, but they're like, I've had it since the beginning. And like, I haven't needed anything at like, this is amazing. I wear it all the time, you know, like it's just beautiful. And it's true. Like, cause I, you know, I preach that like, you have to wash it like this inside out. You should do that. I'm like, throw, I have no time. I'm like, right. throw it into, I beat things up. I wear it till it's, it's gone. Yep. And it's literally like a bulletproof. Like it's great. 
It's and yeah. I just you know I sometimes I try to be gentle with it, but I, I'm just like going and doing and whatever, and it is really awesome. It's yeah, just, and it's, I it's when you so- buy quality, like you get quality. Right. Well, and that's, that's a big part of the slow fashion side of it, which is really investing in pieces that are meant to last and mm-hmm. not really meant to, you know, be turned around all the time. And so I would actually love to hear a little bit more on the design side of that, of like how you create these like timeless long lasting pieces that I think like one of the coolest parts about transcendent active wear is how cool, like how many different ways you can style it and how like multi-purposeful it is. And so what is like the behind the scenes, open the curtain of the designs of it? Like when you're creating this, what's the intentionality? So, you know, people, some customers really get caught up on like, well, I don't work out, (laughs) you know, I'll say, oh, hi, I have this line, you know, it's called transcendent active. And then they hear active and they're like, oh, I don't, I don't run. I don't, I don't do anything. Like I just kind of sit around. I'm like, well, it's an athleisure brand. Mm -hmm. Like, so first we're kind of educating on athleisure right? and, you know, to go with slow fashion or versatility, because the brand is a really versatile brand. I want it to be like, I, my intention always from the get-go was that like, from the second I wake up, I have this going on and this going on and this going on. And I don't have time to really change. So, or like, I'll alter the outfit, but I'll keep the same things kind of on and add or take off or whatever. And it needs to last through the whole day of like, I got, you know, my, I go for my run in the morning and then I drop off my kids or I go to a meeting and I go to a lunch date and then I come back home and I cook and then I go out for a date or something like it's got to be the thing that fits your lifestyle. And if, even if you're not someone that works out, everyone is leading an active lifestyle. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, cooking is a sport. (laughs) Gardening is a sport. Like, you know, like you're doing physical things. Like it might not be like pumping weights or something at the gym, but like you're doing something. So it's conscious movement. So I really wanted that. And I want the pieces to like be fluid. And Mm -hmm. I want you to be able to wear that to go on a run and wear that to go run out on a date. Like I want that kind of thing, because then we're really working the, you know, like the garment is now working for us instead of we're yes. working for the garment. Like, yeah. you know, we need it to just go with all parts of our lifestyle and we're prolonging the life of it as well. Yep. Like we're getting, you know, you're buying this one thing, but you could wear it a hundred million ways, you know? Yeah. And from, and from the science side, from the sustainability side, the more you wear a garment, the less of impact it has on the planet. So even like, I think there's some crazy thing where it's, if you keep it three months more, Mm -hmm. it's 20 to 30% lower impact on the planet just by three months. And so doing that, like creating these very versatile pieces. And I think your marketing is amazing because you show all the ways that you can style them, how you can wear them, how they can fit for all different kinds of people, all different kinds of styles. And I love that you cater to more modest active wear. And then you, you don't have to be a modest dresser and it can also cater to all different kinds. And so I think that's so cool as like a sustainable brand to really lean into the versatility of it versus just not just the impact, not just the science behind it, but actually like innovative design. And I really think like that's where sustainability is going is more of this like innovative design that's multi-useful, all that kind of stuff. So I love that. Is there like a favorite thing that you guys do with sustainability? And like, I don't know, do you have, like, I, 
I love to see your behind the scenes pictures that you post and all that kind of stuff. So I'd love to hear a little bit more about like your favorite sustainability stuff. I mean, each one I love for specific reasons. Like I love that I make in Los Angeles. Yep. Like I love that, like just today, like our one order is ready to be picked up. I love that my friend who I used to work with, who does all of our fittings, she lives in in New Mexico, I love that her brother who lives in LA is going to drive over and literally drive it to the other person. And then like the FedEx, yeah. you know, like drive it. To, I love that. I love like touch, like all these people touching, yep. you know, like in the process. I love that. I just like call Valeria, the, you know, the woman that works at the factory, the owner's brother. And I love seeing like, Hey girl, like, <laughs> you know, like hearing like, yes. what's going on? Like, how's it going? You know, like, I love that. You can't like, I constantly am getting bombarded by emails every day of like, hi, I produced this in Pakistan. And it's like, sounds great. You know, like, good right. job, but like, okay. Like, and then they put on the bottom, like Okio textiles, sustainable, ethical fabric mill, or, you know, factory. Right. I'm like, how do I know? Like, and now I have to book a flight to Columbia, you know, Sri yeah. Lanka. Like I right. was I'm like, I, 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 I'm not going there. I'm not going to do this. Like, it, it's just not, I, I didn't think that that was actually any kind of realistic part of my plan. Yeah. So I love that. And the other part is I really love, and I should probably talk more about this, but I love the packaging. Like, yes, you know, I, I got, oh, no, I didn't. You guys did. <laughs> yeah, really great. Grew Street, Grew Street made the hang tags. Yes. yes. I have the little, like the little uh, thingies right here on my desk, but like the cards. Yeah. So, cause when I do pop-ups, I was like, oh, I should probably, I should have a hang tag when you do a pop-up because it just looks nice. And then they can, yep. I don't know, you know, it's like extra branding and marketing. And also when I sell to wholesale, I need those yep. as well. So I was like, oh, okay, fine. And then I like, but when I send garments, like I don't send, if you order direct from me, like I don't put that on right. because it's wasteful. I don't use a poly mailer bag. That's also really wasteful. I just do like I pack everything in tissue that I get from a company in Boulder. And then I have the stickers that are zero waste. I have the recycled poly mailer bag, like yep. that's the garment. Like, you know, I get from Amazon, like my kids order a Lego, like a you know, like a two inch by two inch Lego set. Uh -huh. It comes in a box with this air package, you know? Oh like, yeah. You're like, what the, the heck? Is this? Yep. <laughs> like, it's a two by two, like little packet of something, you know, like what do I need it to be secure in an air thing? Yeah. Well, I think like as a business owner, it's cool to see other business owners that are very intentional and conscious about every single thing that they're doing and how, what the impact is. And like, even when you're like, oh yeah, I don't need to have a hang tag on these. So I'm not going to put a hang tag on it because there's a more of an impact. And as a business owner, one, it's like, oh, that saves me money because it's like, and that's something I think like if we talk the more business side of it, sustainability isn't just about sustainable for the planet. It's sustainable for the people and the profit. Like there's yeah. people, profit and planet involved in this too. And when you make these more sustainable choices, it usually helps your wallet. It usually helps your relationships with people. And like, I loved how you were talking about how you can just call up every person in your supply chain and see what's going on. And there's a whole community aspect to it too, where yes, overseas, it's amazing that they're doing some more sustainable options and all that kind of stuff. But you, we don't get that community building or that hands-on. I'm able to go and see with my own eyes what's going on. And I think that's such a cool part 
of your guys's supply chain and like being able to see the behind the scenes and just talk to you directly and be like, that is so cool. And I think even as you get bigger, that's something that's scalable. And like the more that you invest in it, the more that we create that for us. So it's amazing to just see. And I love that part of it. Thank you. I'm that's my favorite part. I definitely know I can get to Los Angeles a lot easier than right. <laughs> because like, I've never, to be honest, like working in fast fashion too, I never got the chance to even go visit a factory yeah. in China because that was like a hot thing at work. Like you had to either be at the time, like a senior designer, and maybe I wasn't at that level yet, or you had to kind of like fight for it. Or maybe I yep. would say, Oh, I'll fly coach in order to go to China. And then they would say, Oh, well, that's I can do that. You know, like yeah. there was all these like incentives. And then I'm like, wait, do I really want to go? Like my other like friends from work, but like, yeah, but you're going and then you're in the middle of nowhere. It's not like you're living the life in Hong Kong. Like, right. Well, and I like, it's not as what it's cracked up to be. Yeah. When you're on the other side <laughs> and you like, open the curtain to the fashion industry. Like it's, it sounds super glamorous. It sounds like this, like really amazing thing. And a lot of times it's, it's not like that. And I think like when you're working these bigger corporations that have these big impacts on the planet, there's so many different people that it goes through that these decisions go through that things are created, that it's really hard to be like, conscious of the impact that's being made. Like when you're sitting at your desk doing number, like I mine's buying and planning. That's where like my zone, where I was, went to school for and had experience. In. And when you're sitting at the desk, there's like this, you're trying to get it in your budget. You're trying to write your order. You're not, you're trying to meet all these other check marks. You're not thinking about the impact of what a hundred thousand dollars of Patagonia is like, and like, cause that was something that I would do. I would write a hundred thousand dollar orders for Patagonia. And you're not thinking about all like, yeah, maybe when the, bo- like, but most of the time the buyers aren't seeing the boxes be delivered. Like I remember when the boxes got delivered for me, I was like, well, that's a hundred thousand dollars worth of Patagonia. And then you're thinking, oh my gosh, what's the impact of that? And, and even Patagonia is one of the most sustainable brands yeah. out there. Like there's for still sure. an impact. There's still a huge, like there's all these other stuff that you don't think when you just see the garment. And so, yeah, it's really, I think that's a cool insight of yours too, is to just like talk about how disconnected the supply chain is in a bigger corporation with these bigger companies and how, when you shop small businesses, you are supporting that like heart to heart connection that, yeah. yeah, like it's just your impact is such a, it's a different kind of impact. And I think like, I, I would hope that bigger brands can kind of lean into maybe more, you know, grassroots kind of supply chains and things like that. And I think there are a lot of brands that are doing it, but yeah, it's such a good point. I, I guess to kind of wrap things up and like, thank you so much for coming on. Do you have any, um, like just last things about transcendent and like, what, what are your goals? What are you looking forward to with transcendent? Um, yeah, anything fun like that. And then also where people can find you. So I just joined this really great group in the city, in New York City, called the NYC Fair Trade Coalition. And I had a really awesome upcycling event at the Samsung store in the meatpacking. So that was in September. And I'm so excited that this new, you know, this new group of like, we're helping each other out. We all believe in sustainable fashion. We, you know, are, it's more, it's also like a networking yeah. um, group as well. Like I'm so excited to be a part of that. That was like my kind of, 
you know, in the past like month or two, um, new edition. So by being a part of NYC Fairtrade, I've met all of these other really great um, upcycle designers and sustainable designers. And then we're having this big pop-up in Times Square, which like, I'm a small person. They're also small brands. Like I wouldn't be able to do that without being a part of this other organization. So I'm super excited about that. I'm oh excited. Gosh, like, I have so lots cool. of holiday pop-ups planned, um, you know, to carry yeah. me out through the whole year. And then, cause I love being with the people. I'm, I'm really trying to like put it out there that I want to go to some hot places. Yeah. <laughs> It's winter, so I'm like, I'm kind of feeling Dallas and Texas. I don't know why, but like that's like all of a sudden speaking to me. I love it. So I'm trying to do that. I have, um, I'm going to be a part of. uh, I'm running a half marathon in Huntington Beach in California. Cool. I'm I'm also sponsoring the run, so I'm going to be there, and then I get to go see my factory. Like, so. There's a so, lot of, a lot of fun things. Kind of fun things yeah. Planned. That's so cool. Where so. can people find you? Where can they shop? Um, like give us all the things, plug it all. Uh, so first is my website, transcendentactive.com. Then you can find me on Instagram at transcendent active, Facebook, transcendent active, and obviously TikTok, transcendent active. Whoa. Thank you so much. Oh, I have a YouTube oh. channel. I have a Pinterest. I have it on it. So go follow transcendent. Active. So my, I have to say my favorite obviously is TikTok and then Instagram. Yep. <laughs> Um, thank you so much, Asia, for coming on. And like we had, this was such a cool conversation and I think people are really going to enjoy it. So yeah, make sure to check her out, check out transcendent active. We love their stuff. Like I wear all the time too. So you probably have seen it on conscious habit of the days and all the things. So thank you so, so much. Thank you. Great being here. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the Club Happy Earth podcast. I'll catch you guys next week for November's monthly vibe announcement and all of the things with that. Thank you so much for tuning in to Club Happy Earth, the podcast. If you want more people to people connection, make sure to join Club Happy Earth, our free community group on the Geneva app. You can use the link in the show notes to get started. And if you're already a club member, make sure to let us know your favorite part of the episode. For more low-waste and eco-friendly content, check out Happy Earth Habits on Instagram and TikTok. And if you know a friend who would love this convo, make sure to send it to them. Thank you so much for listening. Catch you next time.